bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. I eat green berets for breakfast. Right now, I'm very hungry. Hey, Ma! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! This is Sparta! The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. You I feel the need, the need for speed. Alrighty then. It's a little bit of shake and then fake. Shake it back. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Dear tiny Jesus, golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawn. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends, rodents, quadrupeds, lend me your ears. Hey guys, welcome to the Varsity Radio Show on 88.5 JFM. We are so excited to be with you today, and we are so excited that we get to spend the next two hours just hanging out with you. So we hope that you'll stay on this radio dial and and just enjoy the day. Hey, but what makes every show so enjoyable, though, I think is the guys or girls that we bring in this studio. And today I want to introduce you to one of my favorite people. Uh, we call him the bald-headed, bearded wonder from down under. My good friend wearing all the Braves attire he can possibly put on his body. My good friend, Jameson Fowler. Hey there, how there, ho there, and chop on, Varsity Land. How you doing today? I love that. I'm excited, man. So do they win it tonight? Game six tonight, baby. We close it out in Houston. In Houston. Uh, we're hoping for a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, got that 3-2 win. 3-2 lead. Yeah. Super excited. Also in the studio, and this is not an even also, this is like a major asterisk. The man, the greatest music, music radio producer of all time. That's what I think of him. Uh, he slides the sliders, he pushes the buttons. He is greater than Willy Wonka, but we call him the Willy Wonka of radio, Steven Spiegel. Hey everybody, how y'all doing today? We are fantastic. Very good, got a good show lined up. Got a couple of athletes from Albertville High School. Yeah, it's we're... going to be good. Yeah, we're excited to have Andy and Hayden Howard. They're going to be with us today. Uh, we're going to have FCA here. We're, are we are we talking to Greg today? Yes, we are. Greg Glasscock, the voice right. of the Wildcats. Uh, we have a show planned for you. And if you want to get the full experience, we have elevated our studio. And uh, you can go on and watch what's happening. You can see the memes. You can see the videos, the in-between the music over at Varsity. <laughs> is it at Varsity Radio Show? That's it. At Varsity Radio Show on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And uh, hey, we're going to start with Meme of the Week. And I think this is so appropriate right now. It's a little Jameson. sad. Uh, it's, it's a little on the nose. <laughs> Explain uh, it right there. Well, uh, for those that you know may have been living under a rock, 
Um, there's been a bit of a shortage of everything over the last year and a half. Yeah. Um, and a bunch of uh, the things that we need shipped to America <laughs> are sitting off the coast of California, uh, just sitting there. Yes. Um, and so, you know, if you're tracking a package and it's like somewhere in the Pacific Ocean, um, that's why. Yeah. And so I think for Americans doing their uh, their whole Black Friday thing this year, I think this is appropriate. <laughs> get on a jet ski and get out. Yep. That barge uh, is what this pack? meme is suggesting. We're not suggesting you do that because that's dumb. <laughs> um, not not a smart idea at all. Uh, but I understand the humor. Yeah, going Americans going ship to ship shopping for Christmas presents this year on their jet skis. Look, that's <laughs> whatever feel, you gotta do. I feel like if you own a jet ski, you probably don't need any whatever's on that boat. I agree with that assumption. Now, if there's like six people that built like a raft, like on Survivor, and getting out there, okay, let's help them. Yeah, <laughs> you have a jet I ski. Agree. You know, I just, agree. you just stay home. Yeah, you Be- just stay home on your jet ski. Uh, and then there's this meme. Uh, can you see us together, me with three billion seven pairs of glasses yeah. on his face? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I can't tell whether he's saying yes or no on that one. Uh, he's saying emphatically, yes, ma'am. Yes, I can please. see us together. I think that. And then this one. Uh, this this is a good one. Uh, <laughs> if you've ever seen the movie uh, Get Out, when uh, the groundskeeper is like running towards, I forget the main character's name, Yeah. Uh, in the middle of the night, out of nowhere, which when I watched this movie, scared the living daylights out of me because <laughs> it was so sudden. Uh, anyway, when my bi- when my crush posts a Bible verse and he's running with a heart, like uh, a love react yeah. emoji. Yeah, that's um, funny. If your crush is posting Bible verses, uh, you that's better cool, like it. But you're, you, what's even cooler is if your crush reads the Bible. Come on, somebody! Um, Man, somebody just the dropped the mic. Uh, when your crush corrects you on Bible stuff, that's that's when you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna save that one for later. Uh, can we? The next? Yes. Nope. The one after that one. Uh, and uh, right there, Saban will stay for sixty if you'll stay forever. This one's a little old, but I understand what it's saying Amen. because you know a couple years ago he fans kept leaving during this yeah. halftime of the third quarter. Yes. Because when you're up by three, four touchdowns. And you're playing, you know, the B team from Tuscaloosa High School. Like, <laughs> I mean, they were like, we're putting them in to play. Yeah, we're going we're um, to go beat the traffic. It, it, You know, Tuscaloosa is not an easy town to navigate. It is not. It's small. It so, is very difficult. <laughs> uh, yeah. It gets bottled up real quick. So, I mean, you know, we're not you, Coach Saban. We can't just, like, get a Mercedes jet and just, like, fly to wherever <laughs> we want to. A Mercedes um, jet. Or a Mercedes teleport device. <laughs> That's nice. Hey, we are... Uh, you we know, wanna... I heard that he said that he's got at least 10 years left. I saw that. Which I feel I like everybody that. who's not an Alabama fan was punching air in that moment when right. I read that, which makes me happy. It made me happy. I saw that meme and they were asking him because he just turned 70. Yeah. When are you going to retire? He's like, I got at least 10 years. <laughs> and that was like, yes, thank God. Because why would you retire if you're only losing Look, maybe a game a year? What I'm saying is, when he does <laughs> retire, um, I feel like Alabama should just kill the football program. Because like, what? How just much stop. better could it really get? Like, what are we ever going to do to top it? Nothing. Like, that's true. I don't know. That's true. It's a little. It's a. It's a hot take, but I'm here. You know. I'm here for it. There, there's a place that keeps winning our hearts over and over and over, and it's the Char Burger. 
And uh, that Wildcat burger today was fantastic. It was wild, indeed. It's, it was wild in my mouth in a wonderful way. So home of the famous Char Grill Wildcat Burgers, Philly cheesesteaks, and Jumbo Crispy onion rings, and then B&B video games. Have you been to this place? I yet? have finally been to the B&B video games. Uh, what, I, how was your experience? I would say on a scale of one to ten, it was all the way up to eleven. Uh, oh. It was a fantastic experience. Had tons of fun. Uh, you can see the uh, the arcade games from Stranger Things season yeah. two, uh, which you know. I'm, I'm waiting for season... I think it was actually season three. Yeah. But uh, I'm waiting for season four to come out. I'm, I'm very upset about it. When's it happening? Someone tell me. Anyway, BB <laughs> Video Games. Uh, it's your one-stop shop for fun and, and an 80s style Pizza Hut. It is. Like, if you grew up <laughs> like, with 80s and 90s nostalgia, Pizza Hut and video games kind of go hand in hand. I mean, uh, couldn't have bought a better location. You, can't, you cannot <laughs> read AR books and get free video games. But maybe personal you pan. Anyway, yeah, personal pan pizza. Oh yeah, and I'm yeah. not video games. Pizza. I meant pizza. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It's the only reason I read anything as a child. Yes, there um, you go. Hey Stephen, we're gonna go to some music, uh, and it. we'll have FCA soon. Matthew Parker with roses right here on the Varsity Radio Show. You know what I remember was like going there after T-ball. Yes. And they had that promotion where they where Pizza Hut had their own like bats. They were like made out of foam. I could be crazy. I don't remember that. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this and see if I can find it. Stephen, have you ever won a personal pan pizza of for your I AR have. points? AR points all day long. Come yeah. on, somebody. Is accelerated uh-huh. reading just an Alabama thing, or is that like a worldwide or a nationwide thing? I you know, feel like it would be nationwide. I'm not sure, really. Hey, Nick is gonna be talking with us from FCA today. Nick, but he's not with us yet. Oh, yeah. I'll let you know. Oh, you'll see his face pop up when he's with us. Nick will be with us temporarily. Um, I'm trying to repost the show right now. Uh, but yeah, I those were the good times. Aha, there's where they were. Yes, they, they did were, exist. You did? They did exist. It was not just a fever dream. Oh, good. But I do remember that. I, I don't remember what it was based on. Like how you, I think you just bought them. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they were like these foam baseball bats. And I think that's the one I had, the blue and red one that said Crusher on They it. actually gave you those? Yeah. Wow. For AR points? Yeah. Or? Like some of them had like, uh, I think some of them were, uh, King Griffey Jr. Yes. Um, I love King Tom Griffey Glavin, Jr. Tom Glavin, like, Crime Dog McGriff. Uh, Is that but Fred I had, McGriff? I had the Crusher one. I had the red and blue one. Hey, Nick, can you hear me? Hey, bud, would you? Uh, are you on a laptop or are you on a, uh, a phone? On a laptop. Laptop. Can you tilt it down a little bit? Give me a little less headroom. Ah, oh, that's good? looking much better. Just a little bit more. Yep, that's perfect right there. Thank you, sir. Right. I, I hear uh, him. I'm going to pop you over here so that uh, our co-host can see. Nick! You. What's up, man? How's it going? It's going well. How about you guys? Man, we're just we re- get to talk to you, so it's a good day. We're just reminiscing about uh, Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut prizes that we won in the nineties as children. Um, Did you ever win oh, wow. personal pan pizzas from a? You're too young from AR points. Yeah. No. You know, you know, you're old when you have to say, "Well, you're too young." Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I think honestly, it's you know, I think things have changed so much since. So I mean, much. I'm, I'm only thirty. 
Do you remember like, Blockbuster? You don't, do you? No. <laughs> he doesn't know what it was. <laughs> you see, that's what I'm saying. I know. You know, <clears throat> you know how they say there was only like 66 years between like the, the flight of the first aircraft and Kitty Hawk by the Wright Brothers and then we were on the moon 66 years later? Oh, really? I mean, I feel like that's things, sped up. culture has progressed. I love that. I love that part of the thing. Speaking of 90s nostalgia. Yeah, we were just enjoying our childhood that Nick did. By the way, welcome Nick from Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Um, Anyway, we're so glad you're here, even though you never experienced Blockbuster or personal pan pizzas from Pizza Hut for reading AR points. But we're glad that you're here, man. How's your day going? It's, it's been going good. It's been uh, been pretty busy, but glad to be on here talking to you guys. Man. Well, tell us what's going on in the wonderful world of Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Well, we've got some awesome stuff coming to Marshall County. First off being the uh, Iron Bowl kickoff prayer breakfast, which is uh, going to be Thursday, November 18th, starting at 6 a.m. in the Gunnersville High School gym. Nice. Now, there will be a... Uh, keynote speakers which is a former auburn and alabama player who will actually be announced later on social media so make sure you guys tune in to our instagram twitter or facebook to see who they are nick is it you uh, no, <laughs> I, I wish, but so I is this a, nick's the keynote is this speaker. specifically uh geared towards auburn fans that want to pray about their chances um <laughs> We don't or talk pray for about Bo Auburn Nicks to have better vision. Oh man, <laughs> it's, it's I, I went there. It's fine. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't go there until the game's over. I don't. I don't. <laughs> so Nick, uh, so you've got the Iron Bowl prayer breakfast. What else do y'all have going on in Fellowship of Christian Athletes? Because I know you're busy, busy, busy. <laughs> So uh, we've got, um, uh, actually, we've got a high school huddle at Gunnersville High School, which we're involved in, where uh, it happens before school, yeah. usually around 7 a.m. Or, you know, it can start a little bit later sometimes, but uh, it's a great time for people at Gunnersville High School to come out and enjoy fellowship with each other. And then they have games and they have a, a message brought at the end. So it's a really cool opportunity. And I encourage students there to go out and see it because, I mean, the huddle at my school is probably uh, one of the highlights of my week. So. Wow, what do you what do you like most about the huddle? Ooh, I mean, you most of them have donuts, so I, huh. I mean, I personally love donuts myself. Me too. But also, Amen. It's, just, it's just really fun to connect with others and uh, learn about God and His amazing uh, message. He he was speaking to me through donuts. It was mm-hmm. it was beautiful. So Nick, this is what's gonna happen. In a way, he's breaking bread. Yeah. Right before. Yes. So I mean, sugary bread. I mean, it, that's it what Mana specify, said. That's just... what Mana was. <laughs> Right, honey bread. Just saying. The hot song was on version. long before we knew about it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you're not wrong. So Nick, this is what's gonna happen. You're you're a newbie here, and so because you are, my bearded, bald-headed wonder friend over here with the brave shirt, he's gonna ask you three questions. You have to answer honestly. He's gonna do it rapid fire. You gotta just right off the top of your head. You ready? Oh, I don't know. I, I guess so. Ready, go. All right. So, <laughs> if you could build a table for absolutely anybody, <laughs> who would you build it for, and what materials would you use? Ooh, that's tough. I'd probably build it for. 
Man, I don't even know. I'd probably build it for uh, I don't know. I, I guess my I don't know. I guess myself, and then I'd have like a a cool like nice rustic wood looking thing, like a little coffee table. I feel like that'd be pretty cool. I yeah. like that. Hashtag yeah. treat yourself. To yourself. Um, yeah. Selfish. He deserves. It. <laughs> no, man. Look, he, he knows. I'm just playing. I'm playing. Nick knows what he's worth. I know. Okay? I know. Um, <laughs> he knows what he's worth. Also, um. <laughs> Number two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Number two. There's three questions here. Um, if you could go to any planet, uh, why is it Mars? <laughs> <laughs> that was the question. Tell, oh, like, what? Okay. No. That is scratch, scratch that. Better question. question. If you could take one business, whatever, whatever business it is, here on Earth, and put it on another planet, what business is it and why? probably amazon because then you could get i mean you could get stuff anywhere right i you mean know, literally I anywhere then he's like he's, he's trying to advance the international he, space station he's trying to advance <laughs> jeff bezos's <laughs> takeover of this world he's all about it <laughs> and have him take over another planet and uh, number three nick is a space pirate um <laughs> he is now i guess so. yeah um what is your favorite star wars movie Oh, that's that is hard. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I don't, I don't really know the numbers. That's okay. But, um, uh, I guess you know. I like the one where you know, like Yoda helps Luke Skywalker uh, rise the ship out of the water. You know, that's yeah. ep- that is Episode Five, I think. I think it's Episode Five. Oh man, I may be telling on myself here. I may be slipping. Uh-huh. But yes. That's a good answer. That's an acceptable answer. If you would have said one through three, we would have ended the call immediately. <laughs> um, Somebody told me three the other day. I'm like, okay, three isn't seriously? bad. Uh, if you would have said two, if you would have said two, we would have ended the call. Wouldn't have called you back. It'd have been you yeah. Know. Well, Nick, I appreciate you <laughs> spending time with us. Thank you for calling us, and we love what Fellowship of Christian Athletes is doing. Thanks, man. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having us. You have a great day. You too. You too. <laughs> Here is KB with Armies right here on the Varsity Radio Show. You see, I thought about he's asking. Still him. Here with us. Is he, he still here? He's still here. He's still here. He's all good. Nick. He may be muted. I'm not okay. sure. Like, he's not well, muted anymore. Oh, he's still there. Okay. Nick. He's still there. Yeah, I thought about asking him like if he was a hot dog covered in mustard, like you know. <laughs> What's um, that? That's a baseball question. <laughs> No, if you were a hot dog covered in mustard, you, you know which Spice Girl would you be? But I don't think he knows who the Spice Girls are. Um, he doesn't. Honest, he doesn't. He doesn't know who Blockbuster or Personal Fans is. So like, how that worked was you you would there was like a reading read a lot list of books that Pizza Hut would like give out if I'm if I'm remembering this right, and it was to promote literacy, you yes. know, amongst children. Yes, and for every book that you read. Literacy and obesity. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. Sure. You come would, on, somebody. You would. You would found the true motive. Your own personal pan pizza. <laughs> yeah, so, it was just yay big. But as but a you'd kid, be so excited about it. You'd be like, I did something, and now I get pizza for it. Yes. You know, as a child, this is the greatest thing in the world. As a parent, you wanted to sue Pizza Hut for all the gas money you're having to burn. <laughs> take your kid to get these stupid pan pizzas when well, they knew what they were doing too because you couldn't just eat the personal pan pizza yet your family had to order the whole thing yep <laughs> it's a genius move but anyway nick doesn't remember blockbuster he hadn't had that struggle. man 
it was our movie gallery. Look, there was nothing worse as a you know five day rental. When you're thinking, how many times you gonna watch a movie? Look, <laughs> when you like when I wanted to watch Toy Story two and the last copy five times. had just gone out the door five minutes before I yes. get there. That's your weekend struggles. is ruined. Well, no, that struggle is still is still valid so with the real. red box. Okay. Red box yeah. does that still. And mm-hmm. Nick, I know he knows what red box is. Yeah, I, I do know. Red yeah. box. come on, Nick. There he is. There we Nick, go. How old are you? <laughs> I am eighteen. Okay, eighteen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He that explains. Remember. He doesn't remember September eleventh. Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, he probably does. He probably just doesn't uh, remember nine eleven. No. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, well, Nick, thanks for spending the day with us, man. You are really quite fantastic. Oh, thank you. Sorry, for we picked you on you. Yeah, <laughs> picked on you for being so young. Like what? Like we're old. We're- I mean, we just want we want you. You just thought the nostalgia just hit us. We just we're kind of excited about it. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is what happens when you Alrighty. get to day thirty. All you do is just look back. <laughs> just look back. Enjoy while you can. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you, man. <laughs> Smildly depressing there, Jameson. <laughs> uh, this is this is JFM, your plug for positivity. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Oh, something I always feel positive Charburger's about. positive. It's Charburger. It is. It never lets us down. It's really quite fantastic. I really, in all sincerity, have never had anything bad there. You know, um, really have not. Still, like, much needs to be made of their milkshakes. Yeah. I push for that just about every time I'm here. Yeah. Um, it's just an unforgettable experience. They are really good milkshakes. I hadn't had one in a long time, but bring, they bring so many boys to the yard. <laughs> every time I get one, <laughs> every time I get one, I just have to go out there with the water. You hose, know, every time start you, spraying them off, every time out you, of the yard, it's every, a, every it's the only you, bad thing about it. Every time you go there with that, it reminds me, I was in Kosovo. (laughs) For those of you that don't know, that's a very small country. uh, Yeah, that was just bombed uh, by Slovakia, I think, Mm. then. Uh, And we're in Kosovo, and we're hanging out in, like, the school. Mm. You know, they're out there playing where where they're having pee and everything, yeah. And... They didn't know what it meant because they obviously didn't speak English. And <laughs> that song came on and they're all dancing to it and everything, but they don't know what it means. You know, <laughs> honestly, there's there's like, a lot okay, of things great. that we probably danced to as, as kids that we were better off not knowing. Yes. Um, really know what Macarena means? No. no can, you, can you define that for <laughs> us? I don't know if we I mean, that could have been. We so now, Ralph's now been time. saying Awful. horrible things. Yeah. We could have been cussing. I mean, seriously. We I mean, we no can idea. you define Macarena <laughs> for us? We need to do the live on the air. I don't know. <laughs> Steven, come uh, on, man. But even going back and watching some of the movies that we watched I know. as kids, they're like cartoons, and then like you go back Mike. and watch it, and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Listen, all I got to ask is, uh, how did we survive childhood with some of those Disney movies? I mean, ooh. like, seriously. I, I mean, Simba lost his dad. Aladdin... He had. Yeah, I thought he about was that on the a other struggle bus. Like, I was like, you know what? Lion the, King had a whole lot of death in it for it us did. to just be like okay with it because it's just, then it's just a kid movie. Right after you know, um, <sighs> it was rough. Mufasa dies. 
you know, it's Timon and Pumbaa for the rest of the movie, and you just, like, forget about it. But then, you know, Mufasa comes back in the sky, and you're just like, all right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's a I, I mean, really. Of life. Yeah. And anyway. that, they sing a beautiful song about death. I mean, think yeah. about that. <laughs> think <stressful>. about that. <laughs> like, what exactly we, what it is. What were we doing? Like, what? <laughs> if we're talking circle of life and all the animals are in a circle, I'm like, he's about to eat that zebra over there. And they actually talk about it in there. Don't we eat the zebra's dad? Yes. You know. Oh, man. Bambi. Mm. Boyable. You know, I Have you watched, watched The Fox watched and the that Hound? That'll rip oh your heart my gosh. out. That was my dad's favorite. That'll rip your uh, heart out. Anytime we were flipping through the channels. <clears throat> Where the Red Fern Grows. I never watched that one. But Fox and the Hound. Steven, have you watched those? Of course. Did you cry? Of course. I know, right? Like, what are we thinking? Like, yeah. You know, I've been doing a lot of Disney trivia in the mornings. That, yes. This car line competition. By the way fantastic job oh thanks fantastic it is very entertaining you know i have learned something though you have to really watch these websites that say that you know this is disney trivia because sometimes they give you answers that aren't quite accurate okay I, i came across this one asking about simba's best friend in the movie and Mom like, and Pumbaa. See right? that that should have been the right answer, or but even Nala. Nala, but it wasn't either. At not not any of those. Oh, did they, say, did they it say, it say the toucan? Rafiki. Rafiki wasn't his best friend. No. Rafiki was his mentor. I False. Said, I kind of had to back it up because I used it False. as an answer. But when you think about it, Rafiki is the one who tells <sighs> him, you know, your dad. He still lives on. You know, he's the one who introduced him but, to the dad in the sky, kind of thing. But he's such sky a Daddy. small I, part of the he movie. He is the one holding Simba and Nala's little one at the end, raising That's him true. up on Pride Rock. So I get why they say it, but yeah, I would say Timon or Pumbaa. Like, I would yeah. say if you're talking to the person who wrote that movie, they would say, no, that's not it. Yeah, yeah of know. course. I mean, he's an important character, don't get me wrong. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But, um, man, I can't believe we survived childhood without like what emotional baggage. I mean, Aladdin had some weird... Aladdin was, I mean, poor street rat kid, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm trying, you know, Cinderella is a really hard, Cinder comes from her in the fireplace, you know. Um, that's a hard story. If you want, I mean, follow Cinderella, that's a hard one. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I'm trying to think <laughs> of the one, like. Trying to be killed the whole time just because she's pretty. It's a rough life, guys. It's a rough um, life. Isn't that like the plot of every like Halloween slash Little movie? Red Riding Hood. Okay, why were we not terrified? And now today's clutch moment. And uh, today I want to talk. I, I want to start out with two memes. I'll describe it for those on the radio. Uh, but we're talking about God's direction for your life. And I fig- figured there's no better way than these two memes to explain it. And there's the first one, and I'll let you explain the second one is my plan it's just a perfectly straight road with no traffic nothing going on and then god's plan and it looks like birmingham birmingham uh malfunction junction it's just roads everywhere just craziness but it gets to the same destination and then mm-hmm. i want you to describe this meme right here <laughs> okay it's the the caption is me lord lead me i'm ready and then the horse 
is being the Lord in this <laughs> this particular meme, which is kind of weird. Uh, but anyway, the horse has a very crazed look on its face, and the uh, the girl riding the horse uh, is holding on for dear life, crying uh, with her eyes closed, yeah. crying. <laughs> I believe she's German as yeah. well. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what that eagle is. Um. Anyway. So yeah, that's how it feels sometimes when you you know. Tell God to you lead say, you. God lead. He kind of hits the gas. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> and it's scary. Um, so, so let me ask you this, uh, Jameson. Why is God's direction for our lives way different than ours? Oh, um, why is it different? Yes. Well, it's because His ways are higher than our ways. His Thank God. Thoughts are higher than our thoughts, uh, because He's God and He knows what He's doing. Um, Even when we don't. Oh, especially whether we know. Uh, first of all, we don't know what we're doing. Right. Like, let's get that out on the table and out of the way. God is the one that knows. He's sovereign uh, over all things, and he he knows exactly um, the path that our lives need to take, should take. Um, and that that's a comforting feeling. I mean, I, I think you can take far more comfort in that than than stress or fear or anxiety. Uh, because God's never been wrong. Yeah. Uh, he's never lost a battle. He's never uh, led anyone astray. Uh, so if you've, if you've put the path of your life in his hands, uh, you're in a good place, even if it doesn't feel good all the time. And that's what Proverbs says in chapter 3, 5 through 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your past uh i think at some point all of us deal with direction for our lives right and it's super important that we know who's driving our direction in our future in order for us to live a fulfilled life so what can we learn about god's direction the first thing i want to say is god's direction teaches us something right so how does going god's direction uh leave us learning something in the process uh well sometimes i mean I mean, I can only kind of speak from my experience, I guess, but um, I feel like God will take you places a lot of times that are that can be uncomfortable for you. Yes. It's not something you're used to doing. It's not something you've ever done. It's nothing that you could ever do yourself. Um, and sometimes that makes you have to learn things. You have to learn how to kind of come like for. for I'm trying to stay away from like cliche terms, but yeah, coming out of your shell, getting out of your comfort zone, yeah, stepping out and having to learn new skills or having learning how to use, you know, talk to people, that sort of thing, uh, just to sharpen you for for whatever could be next. Yeah. The second thing I want to talk about is God's direction makes us dependent on God, doesn't it? And Proverbs sixteen nine says, "The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord." establishes his steps why does us not being in control make us dependent on god well i think that takes the stupid out of the equation yeah that's that's a good way to because, put it because like i said we don't know what we're doing yeah um a lot of times when people come to god and say god whatever i, I want to know what your will for my life is yeah um or you know what what it is i'm i'm called to or what it is you you're gonna have for me to do you know um and God knows exactly what that is. And if he, you know, lays out... He's never going to give you the full plan, by the way. Right. He will never give you a step-by-step thing uh, because that's just too much for you to process. 
and information you don't need at this moment in time. But right. the steps that he gives you, um, if you just take them, if you just do it, you know, to your best not to question it, um, because we have a tendency to try to be, oh, well, I can do it better this way, or, oh, I can hmm. shortcut here, or I don't want to do that. I'm going to do it this way. And that's yeah. when things really get complicated. And we just kind of throw a wrench in, in an otherwise perfect plan. So um, I think us being or us not being in control takes out uh, the stupid factor. Yeah. But it doesn't take out the hard factor. It's not to say that it's going to be easy. But you'll know that you're doing the right thing. Um, and it, like like I said, when you are depending on God and you're uh, walking in the in the steps that He's laid before you, you can be supremely confident that you're taking the right steps and you're doing the right things and you know despite what anyone says or feels or thinks you that's, know. that's good the last point I want to say is God's direction is always the right way Psalms 37 23 through 24 says this the steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way though he fall he shall not be cast headlong for the Lord upholds his hand why is God's way in the end better than any plan that we could come up with? I think it's because, again, you know, he knows us. But I, I think God also, you know, his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And he knows the thoughts that he thinks towards us. Yeah. I think what God has for us is so much more than what we can expect. And it, it's pro- it's probably vastly different from what we think we're capable of, and that's the thing is when you set out to serve the Lord or step out in something He may be calling you to do, and you're like, I have no experience, and I have no idea what you're talking about. It, you know, like when I was called into missions, I'd never done that before. Yeah, you know, I had no idea what any of this means, and I'm still having to figure it out a lot. You know, day by day, you know, there's things that happen that I'm like, I, you know, how do I figure this out? How do I do this? Um, but God always provides an answer. Yeah. Either through another person or or just like just the spirit just kind of giving me a nudge of this is how you should do it. This is where you should go. I mean like if you like there's a it's a it's a real memey kind of cringy Christian saying but like where God guides he provides. Yes. It's it's just true. Um he's uh his way is better because I, I think I'm getting off the question a little bit or off the answer a little bit here, but um, where he guides, he provides. Um, if he has called you to do something, he will give you and equip you, uh, give you everything you need and equip you to accomplish that. He's not going to leave you out there on your own. And the thing is what he, uh, I'm trying to get the, what he sets out to do you know, if he what who started a good work in you, he will complete it to the end. So, you know, if you stick with this, he's going to stick with you and make sure that you finish this. Because a lot of times, plans that we come up with, when it gets hard, when it gets frustrating, when we don't see the point in it anymore, we'll quit. Yeah. But with with when it's God's in it, he's going to be there to encourage you, to pick you up, to keep pushing you forward. And I think that's why his way is better than our way because his way works. Yeah. And that's what I challenge you to do. I want to listen to God's direction, follow his direction, even though it may be scary or it may be shaky or it may scare you a little bit. God understands what he's doing. Stephen, 
Oh, before that, we'll tell you somebody else who knows what they're doing, the Char Burger. Absolutely. They absolutely know how to make a burger. They know how to make a Philly cheesesteak and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. That's the Char Burger. Uh, and then B&B Video Games. What a wonderful, awesome place to spend a day. Uh, they have an 80 Styles arcade in the back with over 50 machines and a local video game retail store in the front. So... That's B&B Video Games. Business up front, party in the back. That's right. Hey, and in the next few minutes, we're going to have the Greg Glasscock. He's calling in to tell us what happened this past Friday in Marshall County football. Talk to me about your Braves. Man, okay, I I think we can... I know we can win it. Like We could have won game five. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, that Grand Slam, <laughs> I went insane. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, then the next inning when Tucker Davidson came out and he got hit around a little bit. Um, I mean, you know, in that game, I think that was one of the, probably, I think, I was going to say it was the worst game that we played so far, Mm -hmm. just because all of our runs came on two swings. Um, you know, we, we didn't produce at the plate and, um, our pitchers just would almost get out of a jam but we couldn't we couldn't close the door. Um, it'd have been nice to clinch it there in Truist Park, but I I, I know we can do it um, here in Houston. Uh, we got our we got our ace on the mound tonight, and um, yeah. I mean these guys are just going to go out there and let it fly. And you know I think everybody wants to push that three one curse narrative on them. Mm-hmm. I you know we broke that in in L.A. a couple of weeks ago, so. As far as I'm concerned, the Braves are right where they want to be. Just one win away. Yeah. So um, I saw something that I was kind of questioning. I'm like, okay, there's no way. How did this guy get this far in Major League Baseball? I believe it was Garcia, the pitcher for the uh, for the other team, not for, for the Astros. Team, yeah, the Astros. Yeah, he has the weirdest windup I think I've ever seen. <sighs> yeah, in my life. it takes him four seconds to uh, at least four seconds to get through that thing. It's like people can steal on him all day long. It's nuts. And for people who don't know what I'm talking about here, I want to show you a little clip of him doing his windup. This is just nuts. I, it just it, it drives me nuts. Watch no, it. it drives me nuts, too. <laughs> Let me pull it back here. Okay. This is Luis Garcia. He's the guy that will be starting for the Astros tonight. Strike him out. Throw him out. Double play. All right, let's see if it shows his windup here. He only the thing is he doesn't do it for every hitter, and I don't I don't and a miss Luis Garcia I don't know why walk gets a strike him out throw him out double play but he has got a party in the back ends up being a good first inning oh they're not showing the whole thing I'm gonna find the whole thing real quick okay and I'll be right back all you have to do is just just search Luis Garcia wind up yeah yeah I mean here is one. He rocks back and forth, yeah. rocks back and forth, and then comes with it. It's just a device to just kind of get the batter out of his rhythm, off his timing. But and when it's almost like you're expecting it almost every time. I watched him do this repetitively the other night, and I'm like, this has got to get old. Is this How superstitious, is or is this like... I mean, it's some of that. Like Tyler Matzik for the Braves, he has a little thing where he will kind of... I don't even know how to explain it. You just have to maybe look up Tyler Matzik 
If it, you, if you care to, either way, it's kind of like somebody standing there about to throw a free throw in basketball, and they have the same routine that they have to go through every time to make it right. I understand that routine. There's comfort there, but man, it's hard to watch. Yeah, I, <laughs> as a as a hitter, yeah. I would hate that. Like it would make me angry at you. Like I hope to hit this ball at you. Yeah. Like there's another. There's several pitchers that do stuff like this. Johnny Cueto uh, for the. I mean, Johnny Cueto bounces around a lot of teams. I think he's with the Giants. Uh, Kenley Jansen for the Dodgers would do it. He does like this little uh, pause, slight pause, and then kind of a shimmy, and then yeah. throws, uh-huh. which you can't just stop in the middle of your windup. That's what would be considered a balk. Right. And, you know, um, a runner could advance. But anyway, um, yeah. that just makes me mad because it's like just, just throw the ball. Just put the ball over the plate. Be a man. Don't dance. Um, <laughs> no dancing. Throw the ball. Mound. Which I mean, when Tyler Matzik does his thing, he does it before he gets into his windup. He just kind of does a little. Like I said, I don't know how to explain it. He just kind of lunges forward and comes right back, and then he sets and throws the ball. Yeah. No. No weirdness. But the thing is with with the Astros, um, I think the pitching, even even though our. Uh, our starter Charlie Morton went out in Game One. Uh, I'm gonna talk about that for just a second. <laughs> this man took a 102 mile an hour uh, comebacker off of his cat, off of his leg. Okay, and then he stays in. That sounds like pain. Throws 16 more pitches, strikes what? three more people out, like struck one out, and then oh, goes go. goes into uh, the dugout and sets between innings. They're good. They're good. And then. Comes back out, strikes out, I think, two more guys, and then he calls the trainer out. And I was watching and going, what happened? Mm-hmm. You know what happened? He broke his leg. Yeah. He broke his leg. A fractured tibia or fib- fibula like was was done. Yeah. But struck out, uh, struck out three guys on 16 pitches with a broken leg. <laughs> That's dedication. Come at me, He's football players. He's paycheck. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, and another thing, dude, he's 37. Yeah. Like, he's not just out of the minors. Like, this dude's been in it, and he's been pitching all year long. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, I love that kind of grittiness and that toughness. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, the Braves have had the pitching advantage, um, and the Astros, they've lost their their ace and Lance McCullers before the series ever started. Um so I think if Max Free can just come in, give us like five or six solid innings, and our bullpen can come in and do what they've done all series long and just be great. How good uh, is the pitcher tonight? Uh, oh, we got it. He's good. He got beat up in game two, but I think that has a lot to do with the way he pitches from his glove side. Um, you know, if he doesn't make the correct adjustments, hitters can eat his lunch, and that's what happened in game two. Yeah. Uh, so but, you basically. In baseball, I remember this. You basically have like three starters, right? You just four to five. Four. Usually, there's a rotation of four or five. Okay. Um, so my question is, what does Greg Glasscock think of all this stuff? With is the, he with us? What does he think about the world? Greg! Greg doesn't look like he has any optimism. Greg, you got your hair did. Well, a little bit. I don't know how long I'll keep it for, <laughs> but yeah, I kind of got a little swoosh going on. Nice. You know, the World Series, I mean, I like all sports, but of the big three or big four sports, baseball is my least. Oh, uh, my and heart, I'm definitely Greg. the minority here. I've been a lifelong Houston fan. Oh, boy. <laughs> Since the mid-70s. Right, Greg, I think we're done. No, <laughs> 
Well, well, the reason why the reason why was I was always, and this will date myself. I was a huge Nolan, Nolan Ryan. Ryan. I knew he was going to say it. J.R. Richard fan. Nolan Ryan was pretty no incredible with us, but uh, but I mean, if Houston doesn't come back and win the series, it's not like I'm going to lose a lot of sleep, and it'd be great for the city of Atlanta and all. But yeah, I've been a lifelong Houston fan, so I'm definitely in the minority everywhere I go. <laughs> you know what, Greg? I think you got uh, Jameson's dander up here because he just put his jacket on. <laughs> And his jacket just happens to be a, a Braves yeah. jacket. It's it, it, a 95 this Braves happened, jacket, my, by the way. My incredible girlfriend, who is the queen of thrifting, found this. And it is actually the jacket that they wore, uh, the team jacket from 95, when they won the series the last time. So I'm wearing it sort of as a good omen for tonight. But I hope it works. I guess we'll keep this talk to uh, high school football. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> There you go. But but Houston does have. I heard y'all talking earlier. They do have several key injuries and, uh, but you know, pitching just and the, the main thing I've noticed. And I really hadn't watched every inning of every game. But the, Houston is good a hitting team as they are. I guess you got to give Atlanta credit for it. But their bats are just off. Yeah, uh, that's you know you know even though they've had a lot of pitching injuries, I was going to say their core four of Altuve, Correa, Bregman, and Guriel are are still in the lineup, and they're still dangerous. Um, oh, yeah. You know, uh, but yeah, they have not been the offensive force that they have been during the year, and I think some of that is due to the pitching and um, just whatever's going on in their head. But yeah, and I'll admit the other night, you know, with a grand slam in the first inning and the Astros hitting woes, I was thinking, well. They'll be partying in the streets of Atlanta tonight. It's probably over, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I got to give them credit for battling back. But um, even though they're going back to Houston, Houston actually plays better away from Minute Maid Park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know if it's good that they're going back home or not. All right. We ready for radio? Here we go. All right. We are here with the amazing Greg Glasscock. He is our. Varsity Sports Analyst. What's up, guys? And we love this guy. He's just fantastic, and he's been with us all season long. Uh, And so, Greg, he lets us know what goes on in the world of football in Marshall County week to week, which he's about to switch for us after playoffs and go basketball. So, (laughs) That's right. But tell us what's going on with uh, football here in Marshall County. Well, the regular season just wound up last Friday night, hard to believe. So we got the first round of the playoffs this week. A um, couple big games in the county last Friday. Um, your your Arab Knights looked real good against Boaz, got out to a 38-0 lead and 145-14. So the Knights will host Homewood. Come on, I'm somebody. I'm familiar with being from the Birmingham area Friday night. I give Arab a very good chance of winning that game okay uh, wow so that would be huge for the knights and then i was at the albertville gunnersville game and i was very thankful that i was under a roof oh i'm some nasty weather i was in the stands and it was miserable uh, it was nasty and i tell you what you know gunnersville got out to a 21 nothing lead real quick mm-hmm. and i even mentioned on the air i really think they lost some of their focus and intensity, but I've got to give Albertville credit. I mean, I knew they'd throw everything out but the sink, and they did. They looked real good, and I, I saw where I think you guys, if you hadn't already done it, you're going to have the Howard brothers with you. Yep. And uh, I tell you, Andy, the sophomore quarterback, 
picked this. I mean, he looked great. I he think did. he had close to 400. I don't know what his stats were. I think he threw for over 300 yards. Woo. So tell that young man I tip my cap to, and he, he looked They're right there great. over the end. Really? Well, they can't hear you, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, but, but, yeah. but he, looked, he looked great, and the receivers, including his brother, they're all underclassmen. So I think Albertville definitely has a uh, future, and then of course Gunnersville pulled away late to win that one, forty-nine mm. twenty-eight. But it was too close for oh, comfort yeah. because once it got to within a one-score game, they just went back and forth mm-hmm. for a while. And uh, but Gunnersville escaped that one, and now they've got a very tough task with Ramsey coming up. Very tough team in that crossover. Even though Ramsey's the four seed, you can't let that fool mm-hmm. you. They have a they play. I mean, I'll admit it. They play in a lot tougher region than Gunnersville does. It's not even close. I don't think because Pleasant Grove is in that region, mm-hmm. and that's who you know knocked Gunnersville out last year in the second round. Wow. So it's going to be a it's going to be a test. And I actually think Gunnersville has a real good chance of winning their second round game if they win Friday because I think Ramsey is a tougher opponent than either team they would play in the second round if they get there. So, Who do you think the second round will be? Well, it's going to be against the winner of East Limestone and Center Point hmm. is who the winner of Ramsey Gunnersville would play. And I'm not sure where it would be at. I've, I've never understood the AHSAA and their home and away. I think some of it has to do with travel. Of course, the first round's easy. You're the higher seed you host. Yeah. But second round on, I have never understood how they do it. So I don't know if Gunnersville would be at home or away, and it might depend on who wins that other game. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be tough Friday night. It's going to be cold, which, hey, I guess that's football weather. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be in the 40s maybe <laughs> for the high Friday. So I'd like to see everybody come on out because that's going to be a that's going to be a tough game for Gunnersville. Mm-hmm. And then, of mm-hmm. course, Boaz and Douglas are in it. They both are on the road. Boaz has to go and play Parker, and then Douglas has the task of going to play Pleasant Grove. <laughs> you know, first time in the playoffs since 98, so your reward is to go play the Spartans. Hey, man. <laughs> you made it. That's all that matters. <laughs> That's right. It'll be a good experience for those guys, no matter what the outcome is. But Especially those seniors. I feel oh, like, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, so. you got to think, none of these kids were even thought of the last time Douglas made the playoffs. Man. So it'll still be big for them. That's yeah. big. And by the, and the Knots, third time ever in the, in the playoffs. That's right. Uh, so. Matter of fact, I, I said on the air the other night, I looked it up. It'll be the first playoff game Arab will host since 2003. Which, that was my senior year. And you hosted the old, I'm sure you remember it then, it was the old Gadsden High School. Yeah. And lost, I'm going off lost. memory, I think the score was 34-14. I'm sure you probably didn't want to hear that again. <laughs> well, I yeah. started out on that team, believe it or not. Oh, <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> I, I quit before the season started, believe it or not, for youth ministry. I really did. Uh, I was actually doing better during spring training. <laughs> but before we went 8-2 and two that next year. Oh. And so. I, well, my question to you is Friday night, which game are you going to partake? Uh, I would love to go to that A-Rab game. But uh, like I said, the the Gunners feeling, I don't know. I like both teams, to be honest. They're both, they're both going to be good games, I think. But I think both teams have a good chance of getting to the second round. Yeah. Especially A-Rab. Um, you know, Homewood's coming in at 5-5. Five and five. 
was looking at their schedule earlier. They play, you know, some of those Birmingham, you know, the Mountain Brooks and the Vestavias and all, and it seemed like Homewood beat the teams they were supposed to and got run off the field by the teams they shouldn't have beat. So yeah. it's hard to tell about a 500 team, and they're yeah. having to travel. So, yeah. you know, I give the nod to A-Rab in that one. If Gunnersville plays the game they're capable of playing, I give them the nod, but if they play the way they did against Albert Bull, they actually, I think, have a good shot at getting beat. I was going to ask, like, going back to that Albertville-Gunnersville game, um, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right about uh, the quarterback, uh, Howard. It seemed like every time they would run a slant or a post, he would just absolutely nail it. Um, he would. He was pinpoint perfect with his passes. I think the only bad pass he threw was the interception when they were driving to tie it in, there in the third quarter that kind of really flipped the game back over into Gunnersville's momentum, and they just never let up. But uh, do you think that that was a good thing for Gunnersville, a good gut check to be like, you you guys aren't all that kind of thing? Like, you need to have your wits about you, still show up you know, to play? Yeah. You know, it's odd you actually brought that up. We mentioned it on the air that probably a game like that going into the playoffs was actually good for them. Mm-hmm. And kind of a wake-up call, not one of these things where all we got to do is just show up yeah. and get a W. Yeah, because I knew Albert Bull. You know, I heard talk before. Oh, we'll blow Albert Bull out. This, that, and the other. And I was like, guys, this is really their playoff game. Yeah, I mean, they won. They got nothing to lose. They had nothing to lose. They were at home. It was senior night, and when we got out twenty-one nothing, I'll have to admit I was thinking, well, I wonder if the starters will be pulled by half. But then, you know, they scored, and you could just see they had all the momentum. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could tell they were juiced up and. A little they, too they juiced up it, sometimes. Yeah, and they made it. They made it a game, and I got to give them credit. So you know, to answer your question, I think looking back, it was good for them heading in the next week because now they know to win, even though they're at home Friday night. They've got to do more than just show up. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, Greg, we appreciate you so much and all that you do for our show. And uh, I know you'll be at Gunnersville, so yeah, you enjoy <laughs> that game. I hope they beat Ramsey. I will enjoy it. It'll be cold, but I will be glad that I will be inside. And I tell you what, I, I will not be mad at you guys if the Braves do close it out. Thank, Thank you. God. Thank God. <laughs> may, may, may the best team win. There you go. We intend uh, to. <laughs> Listen to you. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, <laughs> Greg, nice haircut, and it's good to see you, well, man. Thank you. All right. Good to see y'all, too. Uh, talk to you have later. Good one. All right. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Here's Richland, love like thunder, right here on the Varsity Radio Show. Always, always fun talking to Greg. Um, you ready? You know, I honestly, I did not know that he he did the call for Gunnersville uh, football games until I was driving to the game last week, and I heard him on the radio, and I was like, man. <laughs> I mean, he sounds incredible yeah. on the radio. Uh-huh. He does a great job. Uh, man of many talents. Yeah. What's up, man? I guess they're going around. All right, yes, cool. yeah, they're going around. Oh, that was my knee. How's it going, man? I'm Jameson. Nice to meet you guys. Which one? Which one's which here? Andy. We just Andy. Okay. About. <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry. I got connected. Good. This is the third week we've had our studio like this. So, welcome. You're always on camera. Yeah. (laughs) 
you are currently on Facebook Live, so people are watching you right now. So, Is it your I freshman year? Uh, sophomore. sophomore. So, uh, Greg Glasscock, he's the voice of the Wildcats, and uh, he was telling us you are pinpoint accurate. Yeah, he was bragging crazy on, you, good on both of you guys pretty big. He bragged uh, on you, too. For uh, just the, the way How you guys played you last Friday night. So, Yeah. I was there too. Uh, as miserable as the conditions were, you guys, you guys played great. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. I didn't think we were going to get throw as much, honestly. More just a little bit. I mean, you guys, how many yards was it? Like four hundred yards of pass uh, passing? I think was it. We'll need you to be so. It was close. Yeah. close. You know, no big deal. Just three hundred. <laughs> 70 yards. <laughs> How's it feel to throw 370 yards? It's more yards than Matt Corral put up this weekend. <laughs> well, that's great. Because um, I haven't thrown a game over 300, and Coach Inglis told me he didn't throw his first game over 300 <clears throat> until his senior year. So, Wow. That was uh, surprising. <laughs> yeah. How'd it feel, though? Uh, it felt all right. We lost. So. Yeah, but as far as throwing for 370 yards, it was great. Yeah. And you're a receiver? Yeah. Awesome. How was, how was, how was that game? Fun? Oh, yeah. It was pretty good. He said that you did a really good job, too. So, just curious. So, sophomore, and then you're a... Junior. 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 Okay. Thank you, guys. But we're so glad y'all are here. Uh, we're gonna have a good time, but we. What time is it? I, there it is, three thirty. So we'll be bringing you on any minute. Was See the how, burger okay? Yeah. Good. Yeah. See, I both played baseball for Aberville too, huh? Yeah. So then y'all know Seth Ennis. Yeah. <laughs> That's my cousin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're laughing about it. Oh boy. Mm-mm. Fantastic. So. Whoop! There he is. Stay where you're at. For some reason, I couldn't uh, find the lot in that room. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> so many cameras. So See, this cameras. is it's what it looks like right now on Facebook. So, oh man, I didn't even talk about that with Greg. What was it? Another reason I feel like the Braves are gonna use we you have Braves a, fans. Yeah. 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 We're watching later with a baseball team. Nice. I, I noticed one of y'all play baseball, right? Both, I think both, both of them. Both of, yeah, both of you do. Yeah. I uh-huh. hadn't got the, uh, the questionnaire back, so I didn't know much about you guys. But when I did a little bit of research online, we just got it right up. here. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> MVP. We're going back to Houston, so we're playing American League rules. So now Solaire is going to be batting like four times, <laughs> not just pinch yeah. hitting. Yes. <laughs> Is that a good thing? Oh, it's a very good thing because now we don't have to march a pitcher out there and just eat and out every every other inning. Anyway, it's pretty much what I'm not happens. A, I'm not a fan of the the National League pitching batting rule, but that's just me. See, uh, but yeah, as far as like y'all don't be nervous for this. It's just you guys. Did are you say that you could your... dance, Sandy? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I think I can dance. That's awesome. <laughs> no. That's awesome. Hey, I need you to cue up some music for dancing a little later. Oh, yeah, just told him not to be nervous. <laughs> here. 
I'd, you know, if Andy stands in Aggie Stadium and can throw for <laughs> 371 yards in front of all those people, I, I don't think he's shaking. <laughs> I'm just but, uh, I'm gonna throw that at you either, you know. <laughs> so, but yeah, y'all don't be nervous. Y'all are just talking about yourselves. This is stuff you guys know you're comfortable with. I mean, just as long as you just answer questions and talk, we'll be fine. Because we've had, you know, some people come in here where we'll just be like, you know, so how do you like football? And they just kind of stare at us and we're like, say yes. All right. So, okay. <laughs> so the, closer, the closer you get to the microphone, the better as yes. well. All Especially right. on the end. I can tell you're a little soft-spoken, so get up yeah. in that mic for me. All right. Very good. We got a minute left, guys. A minute right. left before we hit air. So y'all both golf and fish? Mm-hmm. Nice. Who's the better golfer? Ooh. Uh, it just depends. I think right. I'm better uh, driving, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit with the long irons, but he's probably a little better closer to the green. See, like, so. I, yeah, I can get to the green, but after that, man, mm-hmm. my strokes go up astronomically. <laughs> I cannot get it <laughs> into the hole. Better driver. I'm a much better, oh, much better off the tee, and then, you know, I'm with you my mid game, but my short game's horrible. Coach English, this is this his English. first? Was it his first year? Right? Yeah, no. first year. Yes, sir. John Joy being under Coach English. Fifteen it seconds. Was fine. Yeah. It was, it Here was we good. go. All right, put us on a brief hold, and we'll bring you up. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview, and we are here with Andy and Hayden Howard of the Albertville Aggies. Uh, both of them play football and baseball. Uh, and we're going to be talking to them. They just ended their season, uh, but we're super excited to have them. So how long have you played football, and how long have you played baseball? Uh, Both of you. Just i played, let's see, football since sixth grade and baseball since it's T-ball. Since, I, T-ball. I since you could walk, basically, right? Pretty much. Yeah, it's about the same for me. I mean, I started football in middle school, I think, and mm-hmm. baseball, we've always played on the same team together, so... We've been playing the same, wow. same years. So have you always been a quarterback, and have you always been a wide receiver? Uh, I was quarterback yeah, in Pee Wee Middle School, and then last year I uh, moved to receiver third game and then started the rest of the season and then moved back to quarterback this year. Okay. Well, I play, well through middle school I played receiver, and then my freshman year I moved uh, to quarterback, played that for the freshman team and JV a little bit. And then uh, last year moved to safety, and then I was back to receiver this year. So, okay. okay. So, I guess, do you enjoy playing quarterback more than you do receiving? Um, the mental part is easier on the receiving side, but I think quarterback is more more fun. Okay. Overall. And with you, do you like do you like being a receiver, or do you wish you were uh, hitting people at safety again? Oh, I like a I like a receiver a lot. I mean, what do you like about it? is it just just catching the ball and getting to make moves on people <laughs> and having the freedom to go and hit somebody and really not get just in trouble. I mean, targeting nowadays. And yeah, all that. <laughs> Plus, catching the ball from my own brother, yeah. stuff like that. Hearing that on the hearing that come up on the field is just it's nice. That's special for you guys though, because it's then we established that you're a sophomore and you're a junior, so like. I mean, how special is it that you guys get to play together? Like, uh, it's fun because we've always been throwing in the backyard since, you know, I could throw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I guess yeah. there's a lot of natural chemistry there. I assume when you guys step on the field, he's is he your first target? 
Um, is he the, the first guy you're looking for, or is that too much pressure? To uh, at the beginning of the <laughs> year, we had Da Vinci, Dorval, and Elijah Moss, and they were ones and twos. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's see, toward the middle of the season, one of them got hurt, one of them got kicked off, so mm-hmm. he became the number one target. Number one after that, it's just like that. Yeah. So I mean. <clears throat> You as as a receiver and being a junior, I mean, you you, you got a couple of years on the team over some guys. But how was that, you know, to kind of step up that like that? I mean, I mean, it was a going into it. I didn't think I was going to be like one of the top guys. I mean, mm-hmm. I knew I was just going to be a role guy, just mm-hmm. do what I needed to do. But once uh, Elijah ended up getting hurt, I had to go in, play the Y, play mm-hmm. that slot guy that yeah. I ain't done all year, but ended up going in there and playing two or three games there. And it was. Just, I mean, it was good there. And then we had uh, one of our other guys come back over and play that and move me back out to the outside. But mm-hmm. it was good. Seems to have worked out for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you uh, guys say maybe was your most memorable game this season and what made it so special? Uh, Definitely yeah. the Grissom game. Oh, yeah. Just for coach? Yeah. 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 <laughs> for sure. All the I mean, coaches. us too. It was just yeah. school, everybody. Mm hmm. Now, I can't remember. Was that home or away? Away. 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 Okay. Yeah. I, I remember talking about it, but I couldn't remember where it was placed. And uh, I always, I'm really interested, especially, you know, since you're the quarterback and, and you're the, this is a good question for both of you, I think. How do you mentally prepare yourselves uh, before the game? So, uh, you've got to have the jitters. you gotta got to have the, uh, you've got to get your mind right to, <laughs> basically tell people what to do so what is the process for that do y'all have like some method that you go through what's a game day look like for you guys uh nothing much for me i just we get to school eat breakfast eat lunch and all throughout the day i i don't even keep my mind on it until after school but um it's just I just don't think about it all day. <laughs> I don't know. So an hour before the game, what happens? Uh, you start to lock in, and that's when you get focused. About an hour in. And what then, do you What do you do to make that happen? Um, is there any music you're listening to? Yeah, is there, yeah. Like, is there there well, a ritual you go through? Is there? To, well, they don't. They kind of take up our phones about an hour before. We have music an hour before we walk up, but we got people playing music, but. I'll take your count. phones up. Hmm. I mean, that's okay. what they do. Interesting. <laughs> I didn't know that was it's, a thing. Yeah, but we'll we'll do that. But I just kind of keep to myself or try to, and yeah, zone not, everything out and mm-hmm. focusing on what I need to do and how I need to do it. I'm not the guy to get all up and excited or nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's okay. That's <laughs> just curious if there's mm-hmm. a set list you listen to or something. No. Something that you do to get rid of those butterflies, or you know, not really, not really. I didn't have them from some of the games. I didn't even have them. You just come, I just come in and I felt fine. Yeah. But then, I mean, Boaz and that first Arab game. Yeah. And like going into the Gunnersville game, I yeah, I had a few going into those. Just big games. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's that's good. I think it's you know. You just guys, you just show up and do what you're supposed to do. Like you don't make a too big a deal out of it. Yeah, you, know, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready, kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, so 
what to talk about next. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, what do you what do you guys? How do you uh, in in preparing for things? How do you what do you do in practice throughout the week that gets you ready for that big game? Uh, we go. Let's see. Beginning of the week, we go over what they do and what we do against that do better our team and win and um monday we'll go over plays nothing it won't be too heavy and then tuesday we'll put it into action against the scout team or whatever yeah and um but it's all in preparation mm-hmm. okay yeah i mean we like to uh we like to just see how those other teams line up a lot yeah so we'll go over that and seven on seven and team we'll just see what they're gonna do just try to hammer it down we just do that a lot what what would you say is like your you know practice can be it can be fun but it can be hard (laughs) what's your what's the least your least favorite drill or, or or thing that you do in practice what is what's your favorite thing um for me it's it's quarterback i mean all you do is almost throw but I just don't like pocket drills, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, ain't much throwing involved in it. I, mean, I don't really have a least favorite drill or something, but I mean, I, but my favorite's probably uh, when we go seven on seven, mm-hmm. routes on air. We just get to run those and kind of work on releases and work on our craft and stuff. And that's always fun. That's cool. I think, like, so with you guys having a, a first-year head coach or, you know, new head coach, um, how much I know I know you guys you know didn't have the seasons you probably wanted to have, mm-hmm. but like how much learning do you feel like? Do you feel like you've learned a lot this year? Do you feel like that you guys are are in a position to kind of take take that and move forward and be better next year? Maybe. Yeah, I mean we, I feel like uh, the team stepped up a lot from the the season before this one. Mm-hmm. Every the whole team improved mentally and I think physically we did. Mm-hmm. Just coming in with new coaches, it was it was different, but. I think uh, a lot of us adapted to it. Just got to buy into the process. A lot of us are still into that right now. That's good with that. What kind of lessons do y'all think y'all took away that y'all are going to take away from this year? Because both of you, like you said, you're a junior, you're a sophomore. What what major lessons do you think you learned this year that you're going to take into the next football team? Uh, For me, it was just have fun and never take anything for granted because after that Gunnersville game, you could just tell the seniors were, it went by quick for them. It yeah. was mm-hmm. bittersweet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I hear about, that a lot, that it's, it's painful. It goes about the same. Just make the most of it. Have the most fun you can. Mostly have fun, yeah. I mean, it's only four years of your life. You get to be out here with the guys you grew up with and spend all spend a crap ton of time with them throughout yeah. the summer. You see them every day throughout school. Yeah. The field house, working out. I mean, these are guys. You, these are basically some of your best friends out here, and you just want to make the most of it with them. So, so, try so to do. good, so good. So, um, I guess with you going to be a senior next year, um, is there a senior that's impacted? And I guess both of you can answer this question. Uh, is there a senior that's impacted you that that has made you want to be better? And who is that? And and what what's he done for you? A senior from a 
this year that we had just uh, sure or just you know past couple of years that, that's had an impact on you as a, as a player i think uh carter jenkins had a good one on me just the way he uh never gave up and played his heart out every game mm-hmm. i mean he he would go zero to nothing every time or 100 to nothing just mm-hmm. right there he would just play his heart out mm-hmm. it was he was just a guy that uh i think a lot of people are going to look up to and how he played his game mm-hmm. and how he just never gave up uh, for me, it was probably PJ Blunt. If he he passed in February, and um, yeah, he'd always tell me how good I was, and I was like, I'm not that good. But uh, he really, he really put it in me when he was here. Yeah, and that had an impact. He he was. We actually interviewed him mm-hmm. on this show. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, man, what a cool legacy. Was he the Was he the one that came to church camp? I don't know. I don't know if he did. Not with us. No, okay, he, no. he was no. But I think there's a think there's another EJ that played uh, football for Albertville that came to church camp and we we were playing football and um they were like whatever you do don't kick it off to him and what did I do I kicked it off to him and before I could <laughs> blink he was already like behind me so, yeah 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 he's fast <laughs> but anyway hey we're gonna take a quick musical break we're gonna come back with some fun questions. But you can you can carry on over to at Varsity Radio Show on Facebook Live and uh, actually hear see us talking to these guys in our conversation. So here we go. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Luna. I'm Lindsay Little. I'm KJ Blunt. We are the Outerville Aggies, and you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show. Go Aggies! It was all right. So. <laughs> <laughs> All these messages are recorded, so we're able to pull that stuff. So, but yeah, that's cool. Uh, anyway, so uh, y'all are getting, I guess y'all are starting to get ready for baseball now, aren't you? Yeah, we're getting into it. Uh, throwing a bit more, getting our shoulders loose and getting our arms mm-hmm. ready for it. Mm-hmm. I was ask you what that process looks like to go directly from that to, it's not really directly, but it's, yeah, it's. How do you transition? It's not like you're going into basketball. Yeah. No, I used to play basketball. <laughs> That's immediately. And it was, it was terrible because <laughs> we immediate. Yeah. We, we have a game. Let's see this Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. We were we were talking to two Gunnersville basketball players last week, and they were talking about we're we'll just wait. You know, we want them to go all the way, but we're you know mm-hmm, they yeah. jump right in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And getting into baseball, we just. Right now, we weren't going to do much, but as soon as we get into, like, Christmas time and right after the beginning of January, we'll go start and practicing then. But right now, we're just throwing around and hitting. But, I mean, we have the baseball. The guys that just play baseball have been doing a lot more than what us football guys can do right now. But Yeah. They're a lot ahead of – they're way ahead of us. So, but we'll come around whenever. So, how does it feel to go from a contact sport to that, you know? <laughs> Well, I mean, it, I, I, I guess you're the one being contacted. So, you know, <laughs> if it ever happens. I know, receivers take some shots, bro. I know. Like, no, I mean, no, I know. Yeah, both of Yeah, well, I mean, he, take, he took a pretty good bit out there. Man. Take a look at the helmet and stickers. Up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got a lot, of, a lot of stuff wrong with it. A lot of paint, paint being traded out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was that receiver position has got to be brutal too, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, sometimes. 
you get in there and one guy tries to wrap you up and then one of them linebackers comes in just hits you out of nowhere you don't mm-hmm. see it coming that's not too much fun but no <laughs> no no so andy do you and i hadn't gotten to watch you this this year and i'm sorry for that but have you do you do a lot of scrambling are you more of a pocket passer um it just depends um i mean I say Gunnersville game, I was more of a pocket passer because when I did scramble, I threw an interception. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the Varsity Athlete Interview. Hey, we're back here with Andy and Hayden Howard. And uh, I, I just had a – we were talking during the break, and I just got a really good question I want to ask Andy. How do you recover after an interception? And then I got a similar one for you too. I, it's, it, it takes another drive to play good to recover from it, unless I make the tackle, of course. Yeah, <laughs> that that kind of brought that, that me a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I just don't think about it. Really, you just gotta leave it in the past. Yeah. Well, Hayden, in the same way, uh, have you ever given up an interception? When you were when you were supposed to be receiving the ball, the it went the uh, other way. I don't think so, as far as I can remember. Have you ever fumbled? Not yet. Not yet. No, I haven't fumbled. Hey, you're killing it. I was gonna ask you how you dealt with it. So yeah, you hadn't yeah. had to. Not yet. <laughs> so, well, that's good. You keep mm-hmm. that up over there. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, I, I had to know because I there's got to be a mental battle that happens. It there. is for a certain amount of time. Yeah, but I mean, if you if you come out the next drive and throw a touchdown or so, it just goes away. Makes you feel better. Yeah. And how's it feel to be the guy that scores the touchdown? Oh, it's good sometimes. I mean, well, certain sometimes we were down a good amount of points and we just got in there. But when I mean, whenever you had the Grissom game and those games where you score in a in a time where you go up by seven to almost put the game away, I mean, it feels great. Yeah. Especially coming from your own brother, you're just like, yeah. That's something, something I always dreamt of having, getting up into high school and hearing our names called on the, off the uh, speakers. So yeah. It's cool. That's awesome. So, with you guys being brothers, I, I have to ask. I mean, you guys sound like and seem like you guys get along pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there has to have been a time. Has there ever been a time, whether it be baseball, basketball, football, middle school, high school, whatever? A time where during a game you guys just got livid with each other. Like, is that does that ever happen where y'all just get in an argument, whether it be on the field, in the dugout, on the sideline, whatever? I don't think so. Uh-huh. Throughout a uh, maybe middle school and high school, maybe when we were like, as far as I can't eight. remember, not in sports, but you know, at home mm-hmm. playing basketball in the driveway or something. Okay, <laughs> for sure. There's but, a lot of trash talking going on then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a given. You guys, yeah, yeah I, know, I know, I know, I know. Um, but we okay. didn't. Uh, we don't fight or nothing out there on the field. Not anymore. Well, yeah. <laughs> not, any, not, not anymore. anymore. Not mean? anymore. <laughs> I mean, there's sometimes where I think I always want to go up to him and punch him in the face when he throws an interception. I'm like, but why, he, why'd you throw that? But yeah. he knows. Yeah. He knows I'd win in a fight. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Five minutes. We're this gonna have is, a throwdown. Here, is there it is. Wanted. You dug it up. That was you, this Jameson. Is what I wanted right here. Um, Jameson did that. That was you. Okay, so if you guys don't fight with each other on the field, 
I mean, I don't feel like you guys are fighting other people. Uh, but we we ask this to every athlete because we all know that the refs are absolutely blind and they have no <laughs> idea what they're doing. Yeah. Can you guys? That doesn't have to be the same one, but like, is there a call, whether whatever sport it is that you guys were in, where you know the ref just absolutely blew it, like it, one that sticks out in your mind? Mm, let me think. There's been so many times in a baseball game. Oh yeah, thinking about that. Where the ump just—it's terrible. <laughs> like calling balls and strikes, or just like balls and strikes, and plays at the plate, mm-hmm. plays at second or something. Yeah. Um, you run out of ball at first, and he says you're out. And it's just like, yeah. I'll say <laughs> there ain't no reviews in high school. No, so. not at all. Just walk up to him and. <laughs> <laughs> There you yeah. go, guys. That's mm-hmm. that's on you. Uh, so, and we also talk about this because this is this is just too good. Uh, talk about a moment where something just didn't go your way. It, it was embarrassing. It, it might have oh. been on the bus. It might might have been on the field during practice. Yeah, that whatever. Can, whatever. Just make sure you can share it on Christian. Right. Radio. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the only. Well, I think we were playing Grissom last year at home in baseball, and we had a little pop fly. And I was. Kind of jogging, running up towards it. Turf monster got me. Ah, got my back foot, and worst. I tripped and fell, and the ball went like right over my head. I was like, it was like two two run ball game. It was, I just, it wasn't fun for me. But not a good day. No. no. <laughs> not how, at all. how about you, my friend? Um, I think it was this year at Bob Jones. I was a punter, and I punted it, and he gets by everybody, and I'm like the last one, you know. And I think he's going out of bounds. We're both at the sideline, so. Well, he did go out of bounds. Well, I guess he was out of bounds, and we were both out of bounds. But either way, he lowered his shoulder and just trucked me. Oh. Mm. The worst part was that we were on their sideline. but. Mm. And so they're all just like going, yeah, all just yeah, going yeah, off, like right in your ear. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a fun situation. How do you hold no. your composure in a moment like that? Like, <laughs> did you hold your composure? The no. fear of dying. I, yes. didn't, I didn't think much about it. I just jogged to our sideline, but as quickly as possible. Yes, yeah, I mean it was embarrassing. It was very embarrassing. So, what would you say <laughs> is the greatest lesson that you've learned from your coach this year? Um, for me, it's just have fun while it lasts. Yeah. I mean, he always says there's nothing like Friday nights. There's not. Yeah. I, how about you, Hayden? Well, I mean, he kind of taught us uh, that, uh, I mean, we can uh, be more of a team. and We can learn from a lot of stuff. And, I mean, he just told us uh keep our heads up the whole time. I mean, just learn from it. Just buy into it. Which, I mean... You gotta do that in life. Just learn from everything. So that's probably what I, I'd say. Okay, that's good. I I just saw something on the questionnaire that we have to exploit. I don't know yeah, how we haven't gotten to this. Uh, your favorite movie is Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's by far both one of, of you the the best yeah. movie choice anybody has ever picked. 
Because <laughs> why everybody, why everybody else picks these corny sports movies, like because I guess that's what they think we want to hear. But yeah. you guys were honest and you brought it. Dumb and dumb. I didn't, and you brought I didn't it. Dumb know he wrote that down. He did. Both, both of y'all, of y'all wrote it. We Gosh. used to watch it every single Friday together. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> when we were little, I've seen it about yeah, thirty times. So it's, it's, it's probably more. So than you that. can quote it. Of course, yeah. That's all that movie is good for your quotes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a rough movie. What's your, <laughs> like? Uh, like, I mean, what's what's your favorite part of the movie? I think it's the one where uh, he drives down the wrong way halfway across the country. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Harry's sitting there, and his butt cracks out. Uh, yeah. They start yelling at each other. I, yeah, I think that's my favorite part. Oh man, uh, I'm telling you, like funny movie i just i think for halloween one year we wanted to to do the whole pup and suds like uh thing with our vehicle yeah we couldn't we couldn't make it happen uh, this is a <laughs> horrible worked. story i'm sorry but yeah uh fantastic movie uh i, I applaud you both for having great taste in, in humor <laughs> um uh, but i guess on another like question or no you know you go ahead i feel like you had something well no this this is what i was going to end on right here what what kind of you're a junior you're going to be a senior next year you're going to be a junior what kind of legacy do you guys want to intend to leave at albertville high school uh on this football team next year like how are how are you going to take what you learned this year and strive it in the next year and, and make a statement because this this can be your senior year. Yeah, I mean, I just want us to be known as one of the teams that took the first step forward into making this program what it should be and what it can be. So, I mean, these past two seasons going one and whatever, I mean, it's not fun. And I just want look back at it from whenever and just look at oh, that was my senior senior year team that made the strides and mm-hmm. put in the work to make that program make what it should be mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree just setting an example for everybody coming up mm-hmm. um yeah that's a good answer so yeah. good guys well we are just so glad that you guys were on the show with us today and thank you mm-hmm. for coming here well, thank you for yeah, appreciate it. being a part mm-hmm. of it uh, we are just honored that you came, and so thank you so much. I yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it too. It's time for the varsity freestyle. Yeah, and that uh, is the sound that we hear when you get a chance to win a five-person all-day pass to B and B video games, which my friend Jameson can tell you. Is a really fantastic it, place. It lives up and exceeds the hype. It really is quite fun. It's a very fun place, and uh, they also can serve all your local video game needs. Uh, they have that capability in the front. They have the 80-style arcade in the back. It's really great and fantastic. Now, you can win, and I believe in you. And if you don't know the answer to this, we're going to help you, so we just need you to call in. What color eyes... Do most humans have? What color eyes do most humans have? Wanna be on the radio? Call us now at 256-505-0885. Alright, who do we have there? Damien. 
Damien, how are you, man? Uh, good. How about you? Man, I am fantastic because you called in, and I am hoping, I am knowing that you're going to win some tickets to B&B video games. How you feel about that? Uh, pretty good. All right, Damien, tell me, what color eyes do most humans have? Uh, green. Try again. Blue. One, Try more, one more time. Uh, brown? There yes! you go. You got it, my friend. Okay, now, <clears throat> yeah, this may, I'm going to give you some hints if I, if I have to. What is the smallest country in the world? Rhode Island. No, that country. is the smallest state. What is the smallest country in the world? Let me give you a hint. The Pope lives there. The Pope? The Pope yeah. lives there. Uh, Europe? It is in Europe. It is also its own country uh, in Italy. Basically. Hey, Damien, can you hear me? Yes. Say Vatican City. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Steve. I haven't got that far yet. Just say Vatican City. Vatican City. Yes! I don't know how you did it. You were fantastic. Look. Okay? <laughs> and then, I believe in you, Damien. You got this one. What's the hardest rock? The hardest rock? Mm -hmm. In the world. It's beautiful. They put it on rings. Diamond. Yes! Hey! You got all three, my friend. <laughs> if you'll just stay on the line, Steven is going to tell you how you're going to win. Yep, yep. Just stay there with me, all right? Here's Elevation Rhythm. Right. We'll never walk away right here on the Varsity Radio Show. Fantastic was... comeback win by Damien there. Thank you, Damien. That Vatican City, is a, that's a bit of a tricky one. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten that. I, I constantly forget that uh, that's a city. I mean, that that's a country. A country, yeah. Unto itself. It is. It's a very small country. Like the smallest. <laughs> um, follow, followed by Jameson Land. You know? <laughs> I don't know where that is, but it's, uh, it's a small place, I guess. After all. You know? <laughs> anyway. I don't know. Yeah, so we are, uh, in the next few minutes, we're big <sighs> six ball games. Uh and uh, Stephen posted, I was going to see the first video. Oh, SEC Roll Call. One of my favorites. I Matt love Mitchell. that. Did you like what he said about Auburn? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is that Alec Baldwin? Uh, I'm telling people what's on my phone. Oh, okay. Um, it, you know, I apologize. You're good. I was, I was kidding. I was not. The man, uh, Stephen, cool. over there. We got that. I may need to put this one. Steven, uh, I like your hint on question number two. You know, there was no way he was getting that. <laughs> I know. There was no it. way. That's I'm a deep like, cut, man. Just say this. And yeah. he said this, and he got it right. So <laughs> one way or the other. we got to do to take care of our people. Yeah. All right, one way or the other here you. on the Varsity Radio Show, you're going to walk away a winner. <laughs> yes. Uh, You've not yeah. watched our show or listened long enough. Mm -hmm. We want you to win. So yeah. I just so we want you to experience the greatness of BNB video games, guys. Yeah. I, I dropped this uh, this meme in in the chat um, that I, I want you you all to address and explain to me in 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 the proper time. We don't have to do it now, but um, <laughs> oh, there it is. You know, like there it is. Can y'all explain to me, like like like. Oh, my head's all messed up. Say, now. What, how? Like, what? What is going on? How here? do people do that, Stephen? You're a you're a camera genius. Hmm. You know, I don't know. Like, I mean, tell me they're not upside down. They are. 
Like what? What is happening? This mm. this is a marketing book. First off, is that a chicken pot pie? It uh, I, I believe it's a questionable. It says beef and onions. And questionable. Three chips, pounds and then chips if they're from over there. They're not French yes, fries. Or chips. This is a British meme. Apparently. And then if they're English peas, I guess they're just peas. Oh, good point. <laughs> good point. <laughs> upside down peas, Stephen. But the peas are upside, upside down. down. I don't know. And they totally look like it. Wow. Like, like even if you like turned it upside down, it would look right side up. Like what in the Photoshop is happening here? It's kind of like those those images that you see when you see something concave, but it's really convex. It's sticking out instead of poking in. That hurts yeah. my head. Yeah, me too. Uh, can we do the SEC roll call? Yes. It's really fantastic We this need week. to do that. Oh, so. Matt Mitchell. So, thank you, Matt Mitchell. <laughs> Let me pull that up for us. We appreciate us. you. All right, here we go. It's week nine, and I guess we should start by congratulating Georgia on winning the East. Ah, trick or treat, baby! And you are uh, the leader of the evil empire? Oh, that's what I was going to be. Yeah, but we're doing it right, because we're absolutely dominating right now, and at the very end, someone will exploit our only weakness, and then we'll blow up. <laughs> what are you supposed to be? The scariest thing I could think of. A Dan Mullen contract extension. Aw, and that's cute. You're pretending to be a top ten team. Oh, I'm not wearing a costume. Oh. <laughs> I think LSU's broken. No, he's been broken for about a year. <laughs> I may fast be weird. How do I understand Chewbacca better than you? Oh man. What's wrong? All I got was old candy corn. I warned you about state. Yeah, and what's up with state? Are y'all good or no? No, we're just crazy. Hey, look at me. I'm the worst team in the SEC. Wow. Oh, that's not cool. What? No, I beat Vandy. Now they're officially the worst team here. Never brag about beating Vandy. Mm. I heard both his fans rush the field. <laughs> I beat Vandy and you don't see me yelling about it. Honestly, I don't see you at all anymore. Yeah, I'm kind of tired of um, football existing. You guys are a bunch of jerks. Careful, you make somebody mad on Halloween and they might just egg your house. Ooh, just tell me when. Why are the lights off? It was a dark and scary night, and there was one undefeated American Athletic Conference team. Oh, my gosh. Knock it off, Cincy. Nobody here is scared of you. I'll have you know that I almost beat Tulane by three touchdowns. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. <laughs> what is going on here? Neither one of y'all should be in this meeting. Y'all are going to mess around and make me unleash the most terrifying thing imaginable. An Auburn team with nothing to lose. Boom. <laughs> That's you know, my favorite. That's that's a little that, bit truer than I want it to be. better every week. You get, uh, but, yes, man. and amen. Yes. You see, it, it would be funny, but we have to go play them in that weird voodoo den at night. Yes, I don't like it. Don't like it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I agree. But, but Matt Mitchell Something crazy these happened. every every week, man. He's on fire, He's, Steven. I know. And since like, we're talking football, uh, since we're talking better. football, I, I've got one more clip that I want to play for you Bring from Saban because please. you know Nick, he, he's, he does a pretty good job at what he does. Don't so here. Don't be surprised if I get up ready to go play football. <laughs> Take a listen to this. Uh, we have a rule on our team where you don't talk to the other team, you don't talk to the other players, uh, and a part of that is is you know when people talk, sometimes it, they lose focus on what they're supposed to be doing. The other part of that is, you know, when people talk and uh, they sometimes make other people emotional. And when you get emotional, I think you make emotional decisions, which, you know, can lead to loss of control, which means, you know, all of a sudden I take a shot at somebody or I take a punch at somebody. And the last I checked, those things are all penalties. Uh, some could lead to ejection. So there you go. 
I love you, Nick Saban. Thank you for your it dedication. It seems pretty strict, though, not being able to talk to the other team, but it's it must be effective. But think know? but think hey, about hey, it. Hey, we're, we're about that, winning here. But, right? the, but this is <laughs> what I like about Nick Saban. Nick Saban understands I'm not going to give anybody any material against me. So It's about being a champion, all right? Like, Well, <laughs> if you are, you are. That's a valiant Shoe try. Fits. Look, it was bad. I'm sorry, guys. I tried. <laughs> have you seen Joey Molinardo? I, I, I no. have. Oh, my gosh. He's great. It's the TikTok. old school. Have you seen element? the trick-or-treat one that he does with Chris Collinsworth yes. and Nick Saban? Oh, man. <laughs> now y'all need to bring that up. Y'all oh. can't just, you can't just can talk about that? it. Can we bring that up? I've got to screen it because sometimes he uses a few words. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that one's safe, but yeah. Yeah. I um, understand. I, I can understand that, though. Yeah. Because like, um, if, you're, if you're too busy trash-talking, are you really getting ready for the game? Yeah, I got you. Know, you. I, I get that. I saw something else. Now, this one, I don't know. You know, there are trends that hit every now and then. It's like, okay, are you on board with this? Or are you not on board with this? And you're supposed to like it, but really you don't like it? Yes. Can you think of anything like that? You just Everybody's just all about it, but you're like, ah. Crocs. You know, I'm not feeling it. Crocs. Crocs. I'm, I'm just you. I'm not Ricky, there. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's I mean, never been Ricky, a thing Ricky, for me. Ricky's, <laughs> Ricky's his own man. Okay? Ricky's, Ricky's been get, tearing it up on social media lately. Ricky yeah. is Ricky's one of the... Up on social media for years. In, like, all, in all seriousness, Ricky and Jameson could do their own blue-collar comedy tour. Like, no, Ricky's way funnier than I am on you, the internet. You way two, funnier. You two are hilarious all the time. Y'all could do your own show. It would be I'm just fun. Saying. I don't know which one to use Larry the Cable Guy, but I just, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, you know. I feel like it's the guy that's big into NASCAR, but anyway. Um, <laughs> I've got to show this picture since we're talking about yeah, it. Yeah, go is, ahead. This has got to happen. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to throw this up. There he is. On the screen. That was hilarious. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky is an opportunist. You okay? see, look. He is brilliant. Yeah. And, and this yeah. is one of you, why he's one of my good friends. He is just hilarious all the time. And and I, I would say this. I hope is somebody tag at Ricky Phillips right now. He man, he just makes everything funny. I will say Steven's comment about the Army Man. <laughs> Very Ted Lasso. I so, love it. Here's uh, what extra says. points if you put little green army men around, around the urinal and knock them off one by one now look that's <laughs> that's skill that is skill and uh, target the, practice i also all like to be y'all. slightly outdone by steve bailey's please because if you don't know mr bailey mr bailey is a safety um <laughs> supervisor or something he does something with safety yeah uh just please remember to maintain three points of contact and stay off the top step you know for safety's sake <laughs> look I had you talking about screening. I did not comment on this because I was yeah. going to get in trouble. But you had to inflict your own filter. I right? did yeah. for once. Um, <laughs> but if if there was a ladder in a in a bathroom next mm-hmm. to a urinal, I'm not for three saying, days. I'm not saying I wouldn't use it. I was right. like, it wouldn't be there if it was not intended to be used. Makes things more interesting. I mean, you know. And who's but, to say that you know what was funny is the building manager what caught on to this feed or whatever. And who's to say that the wet floor sign that you see <laughs> is oh. not just factual, like wet floor? It can also be used as a verb, wet floor. Uh, oh, I'm just saying oh. it's an invitation. I don't think people have thought of it like that before. Oh but man, it's an invitation. <laughs> and you work at Walmart. Floor. Look, I've seen people <laughs> invite themselves as, to wet the floor. As somebody who has worked in the custodial arts. Um, <laughs> I don't like the way the you're thinking about it. Custodial arts. Uh, 
I'm <laughs> not going to ask on the radio what's the worst thing you've ever cleaned up. Uh, Ooh, we will think I can it. tell you off air. Yeah. It'll be it'll be a good time. That's uh, got to be uh, rough. So, <laughs> uh, as a man of the custodial art, yeah, um, I, I like, like the way, way you put that. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's look, I know that some people like to look down on that, but you know, it's those, I don't. those people that you know are, are too good to clean up a mess, but they're not too good to make one. All I'm mean? all I'm uh, saying, Jameson, if people if your people in the custodial arts quit, this whole world would crash. I'm just telling you. Just saying. Um, just saying. Okay, so we were talking about trends. Trends yeah, that really yeah. take off, but then it's like, no, I mean, I'm supposed Fidget to... spinners. I'm, yeah, yeah, it's like I'm supposed to like this, but not really. Well, I came across this, and I thought, this is so good, because, let's face it, sometimes people are awful. So, yeah. hey, man, watch this. What's something that you're supposed to like, but that you actually find slightly annoying? As a Christian, people... Like, I get it. The Bible <laughs> says love your neighbor, but, like, some of y'all make me want to rock bottom you through a Toyota Corolla. Maybe that's just me. I need to pray. <laughs> so, you, you know. it doesn't end there. I did some oh, research. Oh, there's more. I there's did some more. research, and this is what that would look like. Okay. Oh! Can you smell what The Rock is good? Is that mankind? That's mankind, baby. That's one dude you don't want to wrestle, because he's just creepy. Yep, there you you know, whenever you, you fought know, him, it was like fighting for your life. That like, version of The Rock is small compared to what he looks like now. I know. Sadly. He's a beast. You know, he that's is a, a busy monster. dude. Do you guys follow him on Instagram? I don't no. know how that man sleeps, I've, eats, I've got him on TikTok. breathes, does anything. Yeah. Because he's just constantly doing something. Mm-hmm. He's wow. a cool guy. He's hyper-productive individuals. Yep. He is. That's somebody I would enjoy spending a day with. <laughs> and something happened last night. That I've I've got to tell you about. So my wife uttered these words, and it broke my heart because we're sitting there in the living room. I'm flipping through the channels trying to find something to watch, and I see that we've got wrestling on, and it's two ladies in the ring, and they are just wrestling, right? And Mm -hmm. I say, Grace, take a look at this, my almost seven-year-old daughter. And she looks, and she's mesmerized. And while she's watching, you see the wonder in her eyes. My wife says, yeah, but it's not real. Oh. I'm like, come on, really? When I was a kid, this was life. Kill Me and my Santa. little brother, we Why would try you? to like literally kill each other in the yes. living room. Yes, yes. <laughs> or on the trampoline. Acting yeah. like Macho Man or yes. like Hulk Hogan or whatever. Yes. I don't. And to steal that from my child. That's right. Did you call <laughs> her out on it? Yes, I did. Cassie, if you're listening, that's... I that's, did. I love you, Cassie. That's I'm, I'm generally on your side. But that was wrong. But that was just wrong on so <laughs> many levels. Honestly, I how want, are you gonna how are you gonna break somebody's uh, there's heart be like some, that? Some like over overfunded research <laughs> program at a at some obscure university somewhere yes. that has done the research to to see the congruence between the rise of the WWF atti- attitude era of the nineties yeah. and the amount of broken bed frames across the country yes like i want to see our arms i want to see see that graph i want to see it because man that i mean like it will never ever be what it was then like it was just everywhere yeah like i'm talking and it was so it was all over pop culture like i mean to this day okay cassie let me let me propose (laughs) something to you here she's already married uh no not like that (laughs) Have you ever seen Hulk Hogan body slam Andre the Giant? Oh, yeah. It's life-changing. 600-pound Andre the Giant. Have you, have you ever watched... And, now, you watch that, that clip. 
and you tell me that that's fake. <laughs> oh man, that was that was my Halloween costume. Give me a holler. This year. Give me a holler. I don't. I don't think you can say that's fake. My Halloween costume this year before. Have you seen it, Steven? I had yeah. no time. It was going to be Stone yeah. Cold Steve Austin. Because um, <laughs> as a bald guy, your 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 options for costumes are kind of limited. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Basically, just some whitey, black whitey tidies and a couple of cans in your hand. Uh, I was just gonna. Go. I would go with some cutoffs and some like knee pads. There you go. Yeah, and a vest, <laughs> and get some uh, some white duct tape, and just put like you know Austin three sixteen on it. Yes. Um, that was a bad. Paul Kogan would Gosh. be fun because you'd you'd have the hair, of course. <laughs> But then you'd have to rip the shirt. You'd have uh, to have a lot of oh, shirts. Yeah. So every house you went to, you could pull the shirt. You <laughs> That's know? right. Yeah. I would want to be the Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yes. With the, with the blonde mustache, yes. with the black stubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was awful. God, the NWO era. <laughs> Sting, Ric Flair. No, like Ric Flair wasn't an NWO, was he? There's no. A lot of, there's wrestling nerds that are going to get on me for that one. But. I've seen some impersonators on TikTok. And I mean, there is this one guy who just really does an amazing macho man. I mean, he does the hand oh gestures and everything. And he died. Too. I don't forget about did, macho. macho Man died. It's probably about five or six years ago. Of a heart attack. He was driving down the The Ultimate road. Warrior died, too. Mm-hmm. And they were all in, yeah. like in their fifties. I'm yeah. like, I mean, like, was it the steroids? Sure, you know, maybe maybe <laughs> the matches are somewhat staged, but there's nothing fake about there, like, uh, okay. what they're doing. Like, okay, and especially Mick Foley, or, aka it, he was crazy. Mankind, that yeah. guy was crazy. ECW. You can't tell me that wasn't real. Like those guys were crazy. They were crazy. But I loved watching every blessed second of it. Because it was let's just great. Just, let's just say, Cassie, I'll agree partly with you. Mostly with you. But there were moments that they had to have been real. Like you, you I mean, there's nothing real there's nothing fake about the injuries. You like, can't I mean, you can't legitly body slam Andre the Giant. That that was legit. You that's pure strength. And I'm not saying it knocked him out, but I'm saying he did it. Just saying. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry that happened to you. You need man. to. You need to rewind, Thank Grace. You. It's not all fake. That's right. We just want you to know. If you want to be on in that ring, you can be in that ring. You There's can be a whatever support you group. Want to be when you grow up. That's right. Mm -hmm. There's a support group. And here so for far, you. she's told me what she wants to be. And she, what is that? She wants to be uh, a doctor, a teacher, a trampoliner. Trampoline. That's what? somebody who jumps on a trampoline. I was going to ask you. That's an Olympic thing. That. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, she would like to be an astronaut. I and knew that's where she was going. A veterinarian that, as well. My son is passionate about being an astronaut. <laughs> Dad, I'm going to be an astronaut. Go ahead. He, I, he has asked me look, this question. Go ahead and buy Dad, him a calculator and some math books now. In all truth, my son <laughs> has looked me in the face and said, Dad, when we get older, can I fly you to space? Will you go with me? You're like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. You ready to hit some air? Let's yeah. do some uh, some some. Uh, picks okay okay three two and you're up all right we are back with the varsity radio show and we're doing a part of the show that we have really enjoyed this season and this is called the big the big six ball games we're gonna pick who we think is gonna win hopefully tonight this is a baseball game we hope the braves pull out the world series chop on baby come on chop on but this week and some of these are hard Big six bit ball games. Number ten Wake Forest at unranked North Carolina. Who do you think wins that? I'm going Wake Forest. 
it won't be a pushover game. They're going to have to fight because they gave uh, Notre Dame a run for their money last week. Uh, in fact, I don't remember seeing the final score. They made. I don't think they beat Notre Dame. I would have heard about that. Uh, but they gave Notre Dame a really good game last week, and uh, Wake Forest is it's going to be another test for them. But I'm picking Wake in this one. Wow. Steven? Wake Forest. Yeah. Yeah, I think this year, but I don't know what happened in that water. That's not much of a college. I mean, like, size <laughs> No, Wait. no. Uh, it, They're a basketball school. I mean, compared to North Carolina. As is most of the But ACC. the Demon Deacons, I think, will win it. Uh, and that'll be probably the first time they've won it in who knows Ever? how long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would also like to say that Michigan State beat Michigan last week. Sparty. Go I green, knew go it white. would happen. If it happens, it's usually that game. I think yeah. I called that one last week. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh can't win rivalry yeah. games or bowl games. <laughs> okay. Clemson at Louisville. Unranked, both of them this look, year. Look. <laughs> That's a hard pick. <laughs> look, it's it's not. I'm picking Louisville. <laughs> Listen, I okay. cannot watch any more Clemson football. Right. I have tried been to a watch rough year. three games this year, and it's like two blonde rats like <laughs> fighting in a sock. It is so painful to watch Clemson try to play football right yeah, now. Okay. They struggled so hard against Syracuse. Nobody, neither team wanted to win that game. Okay, Florida State, same thing. Neither team wanted to win that game. Mm-hmm. They are barely scoring 21 points. I would just like to Their say. Their defense has more holes in it than Swiss cheese. Uh, I, I, Louisville. I'm I'd just, like I'm to say it. for the for the first time in the last few years, finally we get to see. The a the ACC is usually only good during basketball season. Look, <laughs> I think Clemson's going to win the rats and the socks. So, <laughs> Stephen. Yeah, uh, let's just go Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. yeah. Then uh, Tennessee at number eighteen, Kentucky. This one's interesting. It is. It's interesting, but man, Tennessee's got a ton of fight and a ton of talent. Um, Better than they have been, but but Kentucky really needs to bounce back. You don't want to go six and zero and then go six and three, lose three straight. Um, I think I'm going to pick Tennessee in this one. Who I, did I, Kentucky lose to last? They week? lost to Mississippi State, okay. which is just and they're just that's just a, a, a just a big ball of chaos. Mm-hmm. All of that. I don't even understand what's happening yeah. in Starkville. They don't either. It's I'm going to say Tennessee pulls that one out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Uh, and and then uh, Stephen, who do you think? Yeah, let's let's go uh, Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky, Mississippi State or Arkansas. I'm gonna quickly. go Woo Pig Suey. Go Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, and then then the two important games, and this is a huge one. Number twelve Auburn, but it's at number thirteen Texas A and M. That beat Alabama. It's a hard place to play A and M. At a and I think A and M. Yeah, I think so too. And then LSU at number three Alabama. Uh, it's it's you know Alabama. LSU ain't what they were. I'm always picking Bama. Normally I say go Tigers, but not today. <laughs> no. Thank God, thank God for not going Tigers. <laughs> Steven? So those are our picks. Here we go. How about we do this part of the show? Yeah. And that lets you know where you can find us when the show is over. And we're going to tell you at Facebook, you can find us at Varsity Radio Show. Instagram is Varsity underscore Radio underscore Show. And, of course, we've got Twitter as well, at Varsity Radio 885. And podcast everywhere. everywhere. This will be available tomorrow. Yep. Anywhere on podcasts. Mm-hmm. So that's our show, guys. We are so glad that you 
joined us for the last two hours. We're glad that we got to experience life with you. We're glad that we got to tell you about a glorious place called Charburger. <laughs> uh, Philly cheesesteaks, Wildcat Burgers, crispy uh, Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. That's the Charburger. Boy-inducing milkshakes. Yes, and then B&B Video Games, the 80-style arcade. Uh nostalgia place with mm-hmm. a local video game retail store in the front that's b and video games party in the back fun all around yes just like that hey we are so glad that you joined us today thank you for your time thank you for being with us you mean the world to us see you next week stay classy and don't you go change it